All right, let's start off with a, a quick prayer. Lord, thank you for another night that we get to come together as uh, believers and uh, in hope that uh, of our salvation. We thank you for providing um, uh, this place and these people and this time uh, in these hearts uh, tonight as we talk about compassion in Jesus' name. Amen. So I've, um, I just, as soon as I volunteered to teach tonight, uh, I had an idea in my head to, but I wanted to know more about what, what does the Bible say about the poor? So I want to do a, a topical study and I did some research and I, and I found that, you know, there's, there's, there's a few verses about the poor in the Bible. Um, you know, being OCD, I wanted to read all of them. So uh, I actually think that there are a lot more than what I stumbled on. Um, but you know, as we, as we watch the miles and miles of homeless camps in California and different places around the country, and we ask ourselves, yeah, I think everybody's, always had this idea, you know, we can fix the homeless, but I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a binary solution. I think we just, uh, as, as you know, we've heard in the Bible that the poor will always be with you, but, um, you know, can we cure poverty? What does the Bible say? What does the Bible say we're supposed to, uh, how we're supposed to view, view the poor, how we're supposed to act, you know, what, what are the different things? And as I, as I collected these verses, I collected about eight pages of verses. I started to, to group them in different um, groups and I just, Came, I came away with a, a much better understanding and, um, I'm going to go through what, what I found in my research. Um, I did look at, uh, you know, the, the original Hebrew words that were used in the Old Testament. There's about uh, eight of them that I came across. Um, I won't really go through them, but they, they, they're just obviously like English words. There's some nuances. Um, like, you know, there's just, there's a couple that are constantly used like Ani and, and Ebion. Um, which are just the afflicted or those in need. So afflicted being someone who specifically has been hurt by some physical ailment or, uh, or, or, uh, something that's, that's happened to them that's, that's brought them down. Um, and beyond just that in the same sentence, I used beyond poor. I started looking at poverty and afflicted and hungry and greed and wealthy and rich and just started to expand my understanding of, uh, and finding verses that, how does God view the poor? You insult the maker and you will not go unpunished. Um, it goes on to say we are to defend the poor, speak up for those who cannot, judge fairly, and not distinctions between rich and poor when we assemble. Um, and in Matthew 25, those who are separated from the goats are credited with feeding the hungry and the thirsty, taking in a stranger, clothing the naked, and visiting those in prison. So when we're standing there and God separates the sheep from the goats, uh, it's, it's, I'd like to think that I'm going to be in with the, with the, with the, um, the sheep. Um, but I need to get started on doing some more of these things. And, and Jesus makes it clear that whatever you did to the least of these, you did it to me. So God, God again and again through the verses associates the poor and how we treat the poor with how we love and treat God. And he, he's really, uh, he's come to the earth to, uh, to uh, save the lost and the uh, the people who, uh, particularly the poor, uh, and I'll get to a verse about that that talks about that off the top of my head. Um, what, yeah, one of the first things I learned was that uh, caring for the poor is inextricably linked to our love for God, and God makes promises to the poor. He makes promises to the greedy, and he makes promises to the generous. He makes lots of promises. I'm going to read through those as I've grouped them, and uh, first we're going to start with um, God's promises to the poor. Uh, I've tried to take these verses and just take out the subject matter that, uh, so I'm not reading through a, a ton of verses. He saves them from the clutches of the power of the poor. 
God says, I will place you me. You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay, O oh my God. A stronghold to the needy in his distress, a shelter from the storm and a shade from the heat. When the poor and needy seek water and there is none, and their tongue is parched with thirst, I, the Lord, will answer them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. God has chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom. The poor have good news preached to them. From may fall into a couple of them. God says uh, in a lot of this is Old Testament. I will give their wives to others and their fields to conquerors. Whoever trusts in riches will fall. He troubles his own household. He will call out and not be answered. He will come to poverty. Another withholds what he should give and only suffers want. The Lord will plead the plead the cause and rob. I'm sorry. The Lord will plead their cause and rob of life those who rob them. He will forfeit his soul. You shall go hungry. You shall mourn and weep. You cannot serve two masters. Who will entrust you with true riches? Do not eat with even such a one. You will not inherit the kingdom of God. You will not meet the qualifications of an elder. You will fall into the snare of temptation, and you may face ruin and destruction. You may waver away from the faith. God makes a, about an equally long list of promises to the generous. Uh, very, very uplifting as I read through these. Search, such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Lord, your God will bless you in all your work and in all that you undertake. Your light will break forth like the dawn. Your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. When you call the Lord, when you call, the Lord will answer. When you cry, he will say, here I am. One gives freely, yet grows all the richer. <coughs> Whoever brings blessings will be enriched. One who waters will himself be watered. You will have treasure in heaven. Your father who sees what is done in secret will reward. Give and it will be given to you. With the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. You will be repaid at the resurrection of the just. They may take hold of that which is truly life. The Bible also makes calls to action for us to uh, ways that we are to uh, to act things that we're supposed to actually do the, the works if you will uh, based on our faith and our love of christ <clears throat> in luke 3 uh, john the baptist suggests that whoever has two tunics is to share with him who has none and whoever has food is to do likewise we're to bear one another's burdens in galatians in luke 10 jesus tells the parable of the good samaritan he had compassion on a jewish man that he found robbed stripped and badly beaten. And even though Samaritans generally were looked down upon by the Jewish people, it was another illustration of Romans 12, where Paul directs us, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. There was an interesting uh, section in Leviticus uh, that uh, reads, now if your countryman becomes destitute and cannot support himself among you, then you are to help him as you would a foreigner or a stranger so that he can continue to live among you. Do not take any interest or profit from him, but fear your God that your countrymen may live among you. You must not lend him your silver at interest or sell him your food for profit. Seems to be a very, uh, a circumstance where we're trying, they're trying to keep someone from becoming homeless because it's much harder to take someone homeless and get them back into a home. They're, they're trying to keep someone at a, a level, a level of, uh, uh, 
standard of living so that they don't fall into becoming a ward of the state. Um, helping someone, uh, let's see, in Matthew 26, uh, when the woman anointed Jesus' feet with expensive perfume, others suggested that the perfume could have gone to the poor. But Jesus said, the poor you will always have with you, and you can help them whenever you want, but you will not always have me. What does Jesus want us to learn there? Anybody anybody know the, the answer to that one? What's Jesus trying to get us to understand about the poor in that circumstance? I think that it's uh, simply stated, you'll love God, love your neighbor. It's um, Jesus was there. I mean, this, this could be taken as a verse that's, you know, for a specific time for a specific people. But I think he also wants to take away from this that you can't just serve the poor. You have to love the Lord. You can't, one is an exclusive of the other. It's important that we do both. Isaiah 58 suggests six ways to be free of the bonds of wickedness. Share your bread with the hungry. Bring the homeless into your house. Cover the naked. Take away the yoke, the pointing of the finger, and speaking wickedness. Pour yourself out for the hungry. Satisfy the desire of the afflicted. And lastly, I found three passages that put all of the, all of our efforts and all of our, um, desire for the, for the poor into, uh, some, uh, succinct plan. Deuteronomy 15, he explains to the Israelites that there will be no more poor among you. However, because the Lord will surely bless you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you to possess as an inheritance, if only you obey the Lord your God and are careful to follow all the commandments I'm giving you today. In Malachi, God makes a bold, equally bold suggestion, return to me and I will return to you. But you ask, how can we return? He says, bring the full tithe into the storehouse so that, that there may be food in my house and thereby put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts. I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you a blessing until there is no more need. And then uh, in Matthew, we, we all know this one. Do not be anxious saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them all. But for, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. I consider myself a, a passionate person, but these verses bring to light some things I need to work on. I've seen some good examples of um, bearing one another's burdens just in this church, particularly after Hurricane Ian. It's interesting to, to see that God does tell us how to fix poverty. It's, it's just another benefit of living righteously.